Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Daily Devotion, episode... Fifty-four, Genesis, uh, Exodus seven. <laughs> I'm really messed up today. This is Cynthia Martin with Daily Devotion, your host. Our goal each broadcast is to read the Word of God, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in fifteen minutes or less. Again, this is Daily Devotion, and this is episode fifty-four, chap- Exodus chapter eight. All right, let's get started this morning. Had some technical difficulties, and we're going to just keep right on rolling. This is what the Lord says to Moses. Go to Pharaoh and say to him, the Lord says, let my people go so that they may give me worship. And if you will not let them go, see, I will send frogs into every part of their land. The Nile will be full of frogs, and they will come up into your house and into your bedrooms, onto your bed and into the houses of your servants and your people and into the ovens and into your bread basins. The frogs will come up over you and your people all over your servants. And the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, let the, let the, let the rod in your hand be instructed be stretched out over the streams and over the waterways and the pools causing the frogs to come up on the land of Egypt. And Aaron put out his hand over the waters of Egypt and frogs came up all the came up all the land of Egypt, which was covered with them. And the wonder workers did the same with their secret arts, making frogs come up over the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh sent Moses and Aaron and said, make prayer to the Lord that he will take away these frogs from me and my people. And I will let the people go and make their offerings to the Lord. And Moses said, I will let you have the honor of saying when I am to make prayer for you and your servants and your people that the frogs may be sent away from you and your houses and only be in the Nile. And he said, by tomorrow, And he said, let it be as you say, so that you may see that there is no other like the Lord our God. And the frogs will be gone from you and your houses and from your servants and from your people and will only be in the Nile. Then Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh and Moses made a prayer to the Lord about the frogs, which he had sent on Pharaoh. And the Lord did as Moses said, and there was an end of all the frogs in the houses and in the open spaces and in the fields. And they put them together in masses and a bad smell went up from the land. And when Pharaoh saw that there was no, was peace for a time, he made his heart hard and did not give ear to them as the Lord had said. And Moses said to Moses, say to Aaron, let your rod be stretched out over the dust of the earth so that it may become insects through all the land of Egypt. And they did so. And Aaron, stretching out the, the rod in his hand, gave a touch to the dust of the earth and insects came on man and beast. All the dust of the earth was changed into insects throughout all the land of Egypt. 
and the wonder workers with their secret arts attempting to make insects were unable to do so and there were insects on man and beast then the wonder worker said to pharaoh this is the finger of god but pharaoh's heart was hard and he did not give ear to them as the lord had said and the most and the lord said to moses Get up early in the morning and take your place before Pharaoh when he comes out to the water and say to him, this is the, what the Lord says, let my people go to give me worship. For if you do not let my people go, see, I will send clouds of flies on you and your servants and on your people into their houses. And so the houses of the Egyptians in the land where they are will be full of flies. And at that time, I will make a division between your land and the land of Goshen, where my people are, and no flies will be there so that you may see that I am the Lord over all the earth. And I will put a division between my people and your people tomorrow. This sign will be seen. And the Lord did so. A great cloud of flies came into the house of Pharaoh and to the servants' houses and all the land of Egypt was made waste because of the flies. And Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron and said, go and make your offering to the Lord God here in the land. And Moses said, it's not right to do so, for we make our offering of that which the Egyptians give worship. And if we do so before their eyes, certainly we will be stoned. But we will go three days journey into the wasteland and make an offering to the Lord our God and he, he may give us orders. And the Pharaoh said, I will let you go and make an offering to the Lord your God in the wasteland, but do not go very far away and make a prayer for me. And Moses said, when I go out from you, I will make a prayer to the Lord and to the cloud of flies may go away and from Pharaoh and from his people and from his servants tomorrow. Only let Pharaoh no longer by deceit keep back the people from their offering from the Lord. Then Moses went out and Pharaoh made the prayer to the Lord and the Lord did as Moses said and took away the cloud of flies from Pharaoh and his servants and from his people and not one was to be seen. But then again, Pharaoh made his heart hard and did not let the people go. Well, this is a, an interesting chapter as the plagues and the judgments begin on the land of Egypt. And um, as I was reading through some commentaries and doing some study on this particular passage, I, I did think it was interesting that one uh, commentator brought out that God could have started um, with what we we now know at the end where he chooses to um, cause the firstborn of everyone that is not marked by the blood of the lamb to die and he could have started there but because of God's great mercy he does give people chances he gives them many chances to repent before he makes his final judgment so we see here as this chapter begins that Moses um, says that frogs are going to come out of the Nile now we know when we spoke of the Nile when the Nile was turned to blood that the um, Egyptians also uh, the, the this uh, particular um, translation English basic English version says that wonder workers other versions call them magicians um, they also were able to turn water to blood so we know that the evil has power as well so we hear, see here now that frogs were um, to come out of the out of the Nile and all over the land but also the uh, wonder workers or in other versions called magicians were able to do the same thing now frogs also uh, commentators will tell us that frogs were um, a sacred in the land of Egypt for the Egyptian people. They had a goddess named Heket. It looks like it's H-E-Q-E-T, but it's spelt more like Heket. Um, she was a goddess and she had the head of a frog. And they really revered frogs because they were able, they were female, they believed them to be female. 
and they represented the, the reproduction because they could reproduce so quickly. So they were one of uh, a part of or representation of one of the gods of Egypt. So the evil magicians or the uh, wonder workers, as this, this particular translation calls them, were able to reproduce the blood in the Nile and also the frogs. And we know that um, in verse 8, uh, Pharaoh says that uh, make a prayer to the Lord. In the other version, it says um, entreat the Lord. And entreat is really, or in other, some version, it will use the actual word intercede. And that's what entreat means is to intercede. And we know uh, a chapter or so ago that God said that Moses would be as a God to Pharaoh. So, and then Aaron would be as his prophet. So here we see that scripture coming to pass because Pharaoh asked Moses to intercede, um, to make an intercession. He became a prey to him that he would remove these frogs. And so as the scripture goes on, and then we see along about verse 16 and 17, that uh, first off, uh, Pharaoh said he was going to let the people go. Then he didn't. So his heart was hardened again. And, and we see a series. We're going to see a series that that Pharaoh's heart, it looks like he relents and then he hardens it. And every time we do that sort of thing, our hearts become harder and they get harder and harder and harder. And then there comes a place where um, there will be no turning. So as we see um, that Moses also uh, announces, predicts, um, prophesize, whatever word you want to use, that there would be insects on every man and, and every beast. Now, other versions um, say that it was lice coming from the dust of the, the earth. Now, if it was uh, lice, the Egyptians, if they had lice, they could not worship uh, any it, those insects. They were uh, extremely clean people, and they couldn't worship if they if there was, or, or could the animals be used if they had lice or if they had flies or insects on them. And this is the first plague that the magicians could not duplicate. They could not duplicate it. And even they said in verse 19, this is the finger of God. So they themselves have realized, okay, I can, with my powers, which are evil, I can go so far. I can create many wonders. I can duplicate many miracles of God. But this one, I can't. So there is a place in which the power of the demonic and the power of magicians and the power of witches and the power of um, wonder workers, as that says, or magicians, it stops. And God's power goes on. His power is limited, limitless. So again, the um, Pharaoh asks for uh, Moses to lift it and he will do that at one point he even tries to negotiate with moses look you can't go but go out but you can do your little day off here have a little holiday and do your sacrifices he's trying to bargain with god how many of us and in how many of the unsaved do that so many times they think well i'll give you so much i'll give you an inch um I'm not going to give complete obedience to you. I just want to give you a little so that you relent. And so we see here God uh, and Moses making the determination that there would be flies. And some, uh, this is along about verse 20 to 23, somewhere around there, that flies. But there's also places that it calls them biting ins insects, whether those are biting flies or just means any kind of flying insect. I don't know. But I do know that God sent those insects, and they went everywhere over the land of Egypt, but there was that division because Moses said, at this point, I'm going to make 
a, a division. There's not these things are not going to come to Goshen where the Israelites were. And so God makes a clear division in verse 23. Now it's been said by others that none of the plagues went to Goshen. Some say that we don't know, and I don't know because it, it's not clear here. But I do know from this point on that the plagues no longer touch the land of Goshen, or these flies don't touch the land of Goshen. So we see here again that um, the the you know clouds of flies um, came from Pharaoh and his household and his servants and his people and his uh, beasts and his animals were all just uh, covered with these flies. But um, Moses also said to Pharaoh, don't be deceitful and keep back the people from making their offering to the Lord because Mo uh, Pharaoh would relent when a plague came. And then when the, Moses would pray for the plague to lift, uh, Pharaoh would then again relent. And again, his heart would be hardened. Just as I had said in the very beginning, that we need to be very careful that when we make uh, promises or when we make vows to the Lord or when we decide that we're going to do what the Lord has asked us to do, that we continue in that way. We don't want to go back and change our um, change what we're saying. We don't want to change our, our our stance. We don't want to because what happens is just as I said, is is God the our hearts will become harder, just like Pharaoh's will, and it will just continue to get harder and harder. And then there will become a place where we will no longer. Um, be able to even receive the word of the Lord. And, you know, I think later on, we'll, it talks about, you know, God, his, he's angry for a while, but he relents, but his mercy goes on. But at a certain point, he, ha he does make a judgment. So that's what we have in Exodus chapter eight today. And I thank you for joining me. And uh, with my beginning there, with my technical skills, sometimes they're, they're, it's uh, so widely seen how poor they are. And I do apologize for that. But we are in Exodus chapter 8, and I thank you for listening to me today. I'm Cynthia Martin. You can find more about me and what I do at realliferevised.com. You got to laugh at yourself, right? So next time we're going to be discussing Exodus chapter 9. Until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence, his peace, his protection, and his purposes. Let me pray for you today. So, Father, I ask as we go forward today that you would remind us, Lord, that how important it is that we be in full obedience to you, Lord, that we do not relent. Once we've stepped forward, we don't step back. That, Lord, we would not allow our hearts to be hardened. And, God, I ask that you would shine your light on us and show us if there are any places in which our lives in which we've backed up and become disobedience or only partially obedient which is disobedience father show us if there's a place in which our heart has become hardened and places that we protect so that we won't move forward father i ask that you would um, cause us to see that you do make a separation in your people between the people who do not serve you and the people who do. And Father, I ask that you give us eyes to see whether the miraculous things that we see in these end days are from you or whether they are from the evil one. Because Father, we know that the, the evil one has power and the occultic practices do have power, but you are the only one true God. And so, Father, we bless you today and we ask you to give us eyes of wisdom, ears of understanding, and a heart that will follow after you. And, Father, we love you today and we bless you. And I bless those who are listening. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you to all of you who are listening. I pray that you will be blessed as you go forward today.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.